All right. Welcome to Guerrilla Discipleship. It's great to be with you. My name is Kevin Baker. I'm Tim Parker. And we are so glad that you've joined us again as we continue to talk about what does it look like to be a disciple of Jesus and what does it look like to help other people become a disciple of Jesus. Um, before we get into what we want to talk about, let me just make sure that we're clear. We, in our culture, in our church culture, have talked a lot about uh, converting people. That's not what we're talking about. Conversion uh, is a part of discipleship, but conversion is getting people to sort of think differently, you know, like, oh, you know, I think differently about Jesus. Discipleship is about a lifestyle. It's about following Jesus, beginning to actually let my life look like his life so that I pick up the lifestyle of Jesus. I begin to follow him. That's why Jesus didn't walk around trying to get converts. He invited people to be disciples. Again, the best analogy uh, is in Jewish uh, tradition, a rabbi had disciples. And rabbis, a rabbi's disciples were those followers who were not only listening to the teaching, but they were beginning to live the way the rabbi taught and the way the rabbi lived. So that's what we mean when we say we want to be disciples, people who are beginning to adopt the lifestyle of Jesus and people who are helping other people adopt the lifestyle of Jesus, right? Would you agree with that, 100%. Tim? 100%. <laughs> All right. So here's our goal for you. We're, we're going to, even though we're still in 2023, 20, uh, we want to set a goal with you for 2024, but we want to do that now. Our goal is that uh, that you would become a part of what I would say are 5% of Christians in our, uh, in our country, because 95% of the people in our, uh, our culture uh, who are churchgoers, who would say that they're followers of Jesus, have never <coughs> led or helped lead one person to faith in Jesus. We're gonna we're asking you uh, to get out of that. Maybe you're already out of it. Maybe you've already done this. But if you haven't, that you would begin now to talk about with the Lord what it's going to be like. Because someone, and in fact, it would be great if we were if it was more than someone. But we're going to set our sights that. At every single one of us, and Tim and I included, every single one of us are going to help at least one person become a follower of Jesus next year. We're going to see what this looks like. We're going to see if God will use us that way. And um, Tim, as we were just talking about this, Tim said, hey, one person's addition, two people would be multiplication. So we can set the bar at two <laughs> if that's what you want, Tim. So two people, we've got a... Uh, in our minds, begin to pray, God, let us be uh, used of you to help see at least two other people come to faith in Jesus in 2024. Hey, if you want to start in 2023, that'd be good, God, but we want to... Get to uh, start now. Get, we want to start now. <laughs> all right, so Tim, if if this is our commitment, and we're asking yeah. all of, uh, of the folks who are faithful part of Guerrilla Discipleship to be committed to this, what's the first thing they need to do? I think you got to start praying for the... God to reveal or show people who you can be spiritually obvious to that maybe will lead to that discipleship. Um, or maybe you already know who those people are and you can just um, start praying for them or praying about how you will interact or um, hmm. asking God to give you guidance on um, healthy interactions with them. I think prayer is always the foundation for this kind of stuff. All right. So so the, the place, and I would agree with Tim completely, let's talk about this though for a few minutes about what we want to see this prayer look like. How do how are we going to be praying differently? If we're going to be acting differently, 
then we need to be praying differently. And so the first thing that Tim identified is is bit of prayer for who, mm-hmm. uh, and and that could be you could you can ask the Lord. I think yeah. they could say like for instance, it could be your kids. Like God, I really want to be an influence in my kid's life, but it it might be someone else. Um, so one way to go at this prayer is to say, God, who do you want to, you know, you're already at work in their lives. Who do you want to use me in, in their life? How direct me to that. Would you say any more about how they would go about that praying? Yeah, I think, um, that's a great prayer. You pray and there's like a name that comes in your heart or a person that you automatically think of, or you could even pray, you know, God, some of us might say, I don't know any people who aren't Christian or I don't interact Mm. with anyone. Say, God, will you today and this week put someone in my path that I can um, slowly begin relationships with uh, long-term, besides just a gas attendant or someone in the Captain Crunchyroll. Maybe it's the person checking you in at the gym. Maybe it's the that you see on a regular basis. Maybe yeah. it's the person who works security at your job. Um, someone that you're going to regularly interact with. Say, God, show me someone that I regularly interact with that, that needs you or that I can um, I can you know love on and serve. And so I think it's kind of two approaches Someone yeah. I already know or someone I don't yet know. So I, I love what you just said, except I would say, hey, if God puts the person who just served me at the table on my heart, yeah. then I've got to develop. I got to maybe I'm going to go back to that restaurant. Yes. Maybe I agree I'm with that. Gonna, yes. So, you know, it it is a relational helping someone to begin to follow Christ is it. It could be a, a once in the moment kind of thing, but most often God uses relationships. Yeah. And so. It is going to be probably someone that we spend time with or that we're going to need to start spending time with. I like that. Start spending time with. If it is the waitress or the waiter yeah. or someone, then I guess you got to go weekly. Exactly. <laughs> you, you will, or, or at least invite them. Would you be interested in yeah. talking more about spiritual things? However God does. So we're going to pray. The first part of this prayer is we're going to pray for um, God to direct us to the person or persons. Now, he may tell us ahead of time. Or he may not. Maybe yeah. maybe the truth is God's going to say, you just keep praying. Because when we pray, I think it begins to get where we're looking for answers. And so now we're at least focused on what God wants to do. There's a second part of that praying that, that I would want to mention. And we'll see what, uh, Tim, you think about this is, I think also God get me ready. There's a prayer because all of us, I mean, you may That's already good. be feeling intimidated about this. You may already be feeling like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Uh, that fear is not from the Lord. There's nothing. You're inviting, uh, you're, our goal here is to invite people into the greatest relationship that they'll ever have, into a life of joy and abundance and peace in the middle of a lot of sacrifice and suffering, right? It, mm-hmm. it, this world is filled with uh, suffering. I had someone actually come up to me not long ago and say, Kevin, it feels like that you're trying to portray the, the life, a life in Christ as mm-hmm. it's just full of good things and and not recognize. I said, you you feel like I'm sort of pre, it's the first time in my life someone had said they felt I've, that, that anybody had said to me that I was like preaching more of a health and wealth gospel. And I said, no, 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 we are clear. Jesus is clear that in this life we'll have trials and tribulations. But even as we go through those trials and tribulations, walking with God gives us a peace, a calm, an assurance, a love, a, mm-hmm. an abundance of joy Jesus went through, in fact, the Bible says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Mm-hmm. And so there's, I'm not try, we're not trying to um, negate the fact that this life is difficult, but we get to have the joy of knowing the Lord and the abundant wisdom of living in his pathway 
as we go through the difficulties of, of life, it really does transform it. But anyway, my point is, I think the other part of our prayer needs to be, God, get me ready. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people all around us every day that we meet that are far from God. There are people that in our friendships, coworkers, neighbors that are far from God. Why aren't we doing, why aren't we talking about them now? Maybe part of the reason is because we lack boldness. Mm-hmm. And we lack a, a commitment to that. And so so there's, as Tim said, there's the praying, God, show me the right people. Mm-hmm. Then there's the, God, help me to have the right heart. Help me to um, be willing to be bold where I've been shy or, or reserved. Help me to, um, and I, I think I'll, maybe the third part of this prayer is, God, help me to be the kind of disciple that people would want to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, because what you're doing is is really what Paul did, right? He he lived in such a way that he said, "Follow me as I follow Christ." Uh, that's a hard one. Uh, what, <laughs> Tim, help me. What would you say? Oh man, I think the prayer preparation is a huge part. Um, yeah, and a lot of times before, I haven't done it as recently as I have. And I think I've said this on Gorilla Discipleship in the past. I'll even like go through what I would say to someone mm. while I'm praying. The God should I say, should I bring up this? Should I bring up that? Or even just kind of reflect or yeah. journal, like, what a conversation could look like. Right. And then, you know, you practice. And so you can practice with the waiter and the gas attendant at the station. Yeah. And then when you finally see the guy at the gym, you're kind of a little bit loosened up because you've been more spiritually obvious with the random strangers before. And now you're going to hopefully be spiritually obvious that leads to something further with someone who isn't a stranger. Yeah. And so I think it's the practice. That's where the preparation matters. And it's a, I'm someone who's pretty outgoing and pretty um, – can go by the seat of my pants – but even I still kind of like will think through conversations or like, oh, I could say that. Oh, that's not good. And yeah. And and most of the time the conversation never goes how I think it will. But uh, all times it goes better than what I think it will. And God opens up doors, especially after a lot of prayer that I thought were closed. So, so we're we're listing out some places to start this journey. I just want to repeat them. Yeah. One is to pray for the people, mm-hmm. and and this is going to be probably consistent. You may. Feel like you've heard some voice, you know the 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 names right away. It may be that you pray for a while before you realize who God's beginning mm-hmm. to kind of open your heart toward. Then you're going to pray for yourself. Give me boldness mm-hmm. and help me, oh God, to be willing to do this. Uh, help me to confront my fears. So there's a, a transformational prayer for myself because it's not as if the opportunities for us to be used of God haven't been there in the past. We have perhaps not taken advantage of those or not been engaged in those opportunities. So I'm praying for me that I would be transformed and become a disciple maker. I'm praying for those who God wants me to be engaged with. I want to actually kind of suggest a a third sort of part to this, uh, and that is to pray for partners. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we need to to have someone who we're partnered with. Because, you know, Jesus sent people out two by two. So the idea would be, you may be having this conversation individually, but you've got someone in the background praying for you, Mm -hmm. holding you accountable. Hey, did you talk to them? Did you open the door? So you're praying not only for the people who are far from God that God wants you to talk with, you're praying for the transformation of yourself that you would become uh, engaged in disciple making, but you're praying for a partner. That would be a believer, someone that you know and trust that you could share this with and, and that you're is going to even pray for your people. Yeah. And I would say that if they're uh, not already 
plugged into the Gorilla Discipleship, invite them to watch a couple of these so that they can begin to say, yeah, I'm going to be that kind of person too. So that at the end of our, our time, when, when God uses us, and he will use you, I, I don't have any doubt that if you will give yourself to mm-hmm. this by the end of 2024, we will have a great celebration of um, of people who have come to begin to follow Jesus that haven't weren't following Jesus beforehand. This is not a it might happen. This is a it will happen. It definitely will. We just don't know when, how, or whatever. It's it's an amazing gift and an amazing promise that we have from God. So again, three things that you're praying about. As we begin this, you may also want to begin to kind of get a, a journal going, a little piece of, you don't have to journal a lot, but just as names come to you, write those names down, begin to, to pray for them. As uh, So you're praying for names of lost people. Mm-hmm. You're praying for how we how it go. You're praying for yourself and you're praying for partners. Anything else, Tim, that comes to your mind that um, maybe we should be praying a, for? A little bit of a how-to. Okay. Uh, there's an app, I think our friend Aki created it, called Streets of Prayer. Yeah. And it's meant for praying uh, geographical areas, but there's a really cool function on it that I use. I don't do the other part. Okay. Uh, where you can put seven names in, and every day you get an email, and you can oh. set the time you get the email to remind you to pray for a specific person. And mm-hmm. I typically like to uh, put in a person that I know I'm going to interact with, with that day. And then put an email in about an hour, two or three, or even in the morning while I am praying, um, saying, hey, pray for this person. So if I know I go to the gym on Mondays, I'm going to put the guy's name who I'm praying for at the gym. If I know I'm going to get my hair cut every Wednesday, which I don't, um, I'm going to put my barber's name in uh, on that Wednesday. And that way I actually have seven people. I think you can find it in Google Play or the Apple Store. Um, I'm not going to do it now. Sorry, Aki. Uh, (laughs) And I think it's... uh, I don't know how I did it. And, and on mine, it's the, the, the first screen, and it says like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and you can add who you're going to pray for for that day. So Streets of Prayer is, yeah. again, you don't have to use that, but it is a great app a friend of ours here has created. It's a wonderful resource. But again, you this is this is in, an invitation for you to commit. So the, the how-to is, uh, that I think, Tim, you're talking about yeah. is not only getting it organized, but also getting the reminders that are sent to you yeah. uh, so that you can continue. I think it's intuitive once, once you get in there about like adding people to your day. I just want, so yeah. it's a it's a it's basically a picture with a street. You'll yeah. see it. I think it's white with a black road or something like that. Yeah, and, um, and just uh, start, you add a, pra- a daily prayer list, even right. a monthly one if you want to do prayer calendaring. But and, the weekly one's really good because it reminds you, you know, four times a month. So this could be your neighbor. <coughs> it could be a coworker. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a complete stranger. And again, I believe once you and I commit to this, once we, in fact, maybe that's part of the prayer yeah. is just a mm-hmm. prayer of committal. God, help me to be in this with you until I see the fruit that you want me to, to see. Uh, and if you'll engage with this, what I believe is at the end of, by the end of 2024, uh, so we're talking a, a little over a year from now, we're going to see several new people in the kingdom of God. And we're going to share with you how it's going with us. And, and we would love to know how it's going with you. So again, as always, you can comment below. You can let us know. You can email. Mine is kbaker at oakdale.church. I'm T. Parker at oakdale.church. So basically, let us know that you're in with us on this. And, um, and if, if 20 of us uh, there are more than 20 people that are a part, engaged with guerrilla discipleship. But if 20 of us would commit to this and each one of us saw the fruit of two new people become followers, 
Wow, isn't that amazing what God would do? And so we we just want to see what God's going to do through us, and we want you to get to the 5%, into that top 5% of followers of Jesus in our culture that are actually being used of God to see the kingdom come, to see lives transform. And I just want to keep emphasizing, that's what God's going to do. He's going to bring transformation through this prayer and through our efforts. So we're going to walk through this together. Uh, we'll, we're going to spend the, the next couple of weeks talking about some how-tos and some next steps. Uh, you, might, you might just kind of bookmark these because you might want to go back and, and look at these as you go through the process. But right now, pray. What are the three things they're praying for? Do you remember? People. People. Uh, preparation. Preparation in my own heart. Yeah. Partners. Partners. I know we said two, three, so yeah. I'm confused. People, <laughs> uh, the, my own preparation and the partners, at least one partner. Yeah. Two by two. So we're going to have somebody else that's that's in this with us, that's praying for us, and ideally that you can be praying for them as well. All right. As always, we're so glad that you've been a part of uh, Guerrilla Discipleship. We will see you next week. We'll talk more about this. 2024 is going to be an exciting year. Thanks for being a part of all that we do. Tim, any closing thoughts? That's good. All right. We'll see you then. <laughs> see you. Bless you guys.